It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's to Your Health provides valuable information from Dr. Kevin Sherritt for the betterment of our personal and community health. Brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital. Here's Roy Hatfield. It's time for Here's to Your Health, a joint production of the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, serving patients in Yellow Springs, Cedarville, and Jamestown, and Real Roots Radio. And it's time once again to join with our friend, Dr. Kevin Sherritt, who speaks with us every Tuesday at 930. Doctor, good morning. Welcome into the program. Good morning, Roy. Thanks for having me. Well, it's always great to have you on. I know you're very busy seeing patients uh, as we speak, but you always are kind enough to take a few minutes for us uh, to talk about the uh, coronavirus and how it's affecting our communities and how it's affecting our world. Uh, Today, we wanted to start out the program. uh, We had talked about this a while back, about the flu vaccine, its importance, when to maybe start thinking about uh, getting a flu vaccine, and it seems like now's the time. Yeah, I mean... The listeners are going to know, or if they haven't seen it already, there's going to be more emphasis, I think, this year than on past year, in past years, on the flu vaccine, and that emphasis is probably starting earlier. Um, over the last 10 days, the, the flu vaccine has uh, arrived here in our community. Um, I'm sure they're seeing it at their local pharmacies, at their physician offices, uh, multiple uh, outlets now for the flu vaccine. Um, it has arrived. It's in place, and it's time to think about uh, updating flu vaccines. So, uh, the flu vaccine being very important because uh, we don't want uh, strains of flu going around at the same time uh, with this uh, coronavirus going on. Uh, to be honest with you, doctor, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I took a, a flu vaccine because I think the last time I did, I, I got the flu. But uh, I think I'm reconsidering that decision this year, and it's probably very important that everybody uh, take a second thought. And I, and I think that's the case across the board, Roy. I've got uh, patients coming in that have not taken flu vaccines for years or have not taken them at all that this year are rethinking that. And, uh, you know, the bottom line on uh, the flu vaccine is the, the, the conditions that are conducive for uh, the influenza virus, which is, a uh, you know, a viral illness, uh, are the same conditions that are conducive for COVID-19. So, you know, the old saying, birds of a feather flock together, that's the case here. And uh, what makes you susceptible to the flu makes you susceptible to COVID. And uh, I guess there's only uh, possibly, I mean, one thing worse than getting the COVID, and that's having the influenza and COVID at the same time. And that's certainly possible, and that that can happen. And if that does happen, that uh, certainly increases the likelihood of morbidity and mortality. And Dr. Ed, I don't think we have any rock-solid evidence on this, but researchers do believe uh, that uh, with the flu vaccine, even with the flu vaccine, that may uh, reduce some of the risk of contracting COVID. It seems like some of the studies have shown that the more vaccines that you may have uh, have taken certainly help you out with fighting off COVID as well as everything else. You know, and those same studies have looked at antiviral therapies like the the medicine we use for herpes and other viral illnesses. And there does seem to be some uh, degree of protection with antiviral therapies that aren't specific for COVID. And there's at least speculation that the um, flu vaccine would enhance uh, our immune systems and give us uh, some degree of protection against the COVID. Now, 
that has not been proven uh, conclusively, and at this point, it's it's more of a of a, a logical assumption. Uh, sometimes those assumptions bear out, and sometimes they don't. But the bottom line is, is certainly certainly is not going to hurt. Uh, doctor, there's certainly been a lot of talk about the uh, coronavirus vaccine. You know, when will we get it, and so on and so forth. Uh, I know the president is pushing hard that we could possibly have one in October. Uh, if you listen to the medical people, they seem to think that that's a bit of a longer shot. And, and their reasoning is uh, to get the data that they would need, everything would have to be perfect to, to get a vaccine by October. Well, and that's that's right, Roy. Now, certainly I am not on the inside track with President Trump, and I don't have access to the information he has access to. And so I, I cannot and will not say anything that would contradict, you know, what he has said and what the uh, what the higher level officials are saying. At the level I'm at, what I see is this. These trials are still going on. They've mm-hmm. not been completed. They're still enrolling volunteers. They're still studying the data. They're still analyzing and from what I can see, that's not going to be completed um, until sometime in the uh, latter part of October. It's going to take a while to analyze all that. And then once, uh, even though it's going to be expedited, you know, uh, at warp speed, so to speak, um, the ability to then uh, manufacture, package, distribute, and administer um, is certainly going to take time. So I'm still, and until I, you know, have more information what I have now, I'm still looking at, you know, at the best, the end of this year or, you know, December, which is much later than what they're saying now. And realistically, I still think we're looking at the first part of next year before it's going to be widely available. Now, right. I hope I'm wrong, and I probably am because, you know, the information we're hearing, certainly these people have more up-to-date information than I have. But just logistically looking at it, it's it's difficult for me to see how it's going to be available as soon as they're saying at this point. Well, we'll hope for a surprise. We'll put it that way because Absolutely. any good news would certainly be welcome uh, at this time. 9.35 in the morning, Dr. Kevin Sherrod joining us on Here's to Your Health on Real Roots Radio. Uh, doctor, we've got most of our schools uh, back in session, or if not, they will be shortly. Uh, some have started out on virtual, uh, but eventually I know they hope to get in the classroom by the end of the year. Uh, our colleges are mainly in session. We've seen outbreaks at the University of Dayton. Uh, we've seen outbreaks uh, in uh, nursing homes in the area. I know Preble County has has um, had a bad one. Uh, we really have to keep our guard up. We're starting to see those in Greene County now. We are. We are. And uh, we've had, uh, you know, we've been blessed up to this point uh, in terms of not having the uh, uh, numbers that some of the other counties have had and the outbreaks and, and some of the nursing facilities, the most vulnerable among us. But over the last 10 days, we have seen now outbreaks in nursing homes in Greene County, and those numbers are, are growing. And unfortunately, we've had some deaths as a result. So um, it's not time to, uh, to be complacent um, because uh, it is still out there. It's still active. It's just as contagious as ever. It's just as deadly as ever. So we need to keep our guard up for sure. Now, uh, dovetailing on that, doctor, it seems like the fall season uh, really concerns the medical field uh, when it comes to coronavirus. Is that simply because we're all going to be inside more with the temperatures dropping and then you worry about uh, congregate settings, or is there another reason? Well, I think 
you know, there's several things. Number one, the, the environmental conditions are conducive for viral illnesses. I mean, you know, just uh, intuitively, we know we have more colds, more runny noses, more sneezing, all of those things which are viral related. So those respiratory viruses become more active in the, in the uh, uh, environmental setting with the, uh, with the fall and, and winter season. Now, on top of that, you, you have the situation where people are uh, sharing airspace more. You know, they're, they're together more. They're uh, air handling systems and buildings and uh, vehicles and all of the activities that people do. People are just closer during the winter months. So you have uh, the environmental conditions that are conducive. The virus is more active. And then you pack people closer together, and it's just the perfect storm uh, for increased illness. Dr. Kevin Sherrod, always kind enough to join us every Tuesday at 930 for Here's to Your Health. Doctor, we appreciate your time as always, and uh, we'll chat again next Tuesday. Thanks, Roy. Thank you, Doctor. From the legends of the yesteryear to the fresh sounds of today, all things country, past and present, can be found at Real Roots Radio.